Senior Life Journeys presents Carol Howell's Let's Talk Dementia, a podcast designed to help caregivers find knowledge, power, hope, and smiles in their dementia caregiving journey. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. Here is your host, best-selling author, Carol Howell. Welcome to Let's Talk Dementia. I'm Carol Howell, and this is our last episode for the month of February. Can you believe that? Life just flies by whether you're paying attention or not, but hopefully we are. Well, today I wanted to talk with you about isolation and COVID. So we're all coming up on a month of living in this world of COVID and all the many, many, many months of isolation. And we're still isolated to some degree and more so in some parts of the world than in others. But we have to be very careful about the company we keep. I can tell you this week, I I went to a doctor's office that shall go on unnamed at this point, but not one of the employees in that office had on a mask. I was a new patient, and I was sitting there filling out my paperwork, and I looked up, and no one had on a mask. And I'm like, uh, that's weird. And I asked, do you girls not wear masks? And she goes, no, but we will if if you want us to. Do you want us to? (laughs) Well, sort of, kind of, maybe, yes, I'm thinking so. I mean, I have to wear them when I go in Walmart. So I'm thinking if I'm at the doctor's office where you're going to be close to me, you might should wear them. I asked if the if the doctor wore a mask. And no, he doesn't wear one. But if you would like him to, he probably will. I told them what I would like for them to do is to take me off the calendar because I would not be staying. So we do have to be careful. But isolation is proving to be quite a problem. Statistically, <coughs> excuse me. of us live alone. That's just across the board. Um, Before COVID, 28% of Americans did live alone. But what we know is within the first month of being quarantined from about the middle of March to the middle of April, somewhere around there, loneliness percentages went up 20 to 30 times. 20 to 30% increase is how I should say it in loneliness among those in this study. Loneliness is a sad thing if you think about it. Um, And the more you think about loneliness, the sadder it is. So maybe we shouldn't spend a lot of time thinking about being lonely. But being aware of the effect that it has on our body, what we know is that emotional distress tripled for individuals during the quarantine, emotional distress, there was no way to get out and, and to work off that anxiety and that tension and that agitation and that ugh, that jacked up kind of feeling that we all got because we needed to get out of the dang house, you know. <laughs> but my thing is, <coughs> excuse me, I've got this going on this morning. My thing is, even in the midst of this quarantine, and maybe you guys are really in a shutdown, you can still get outside. Go sit on your porch. Go for a walk. If you've got a bundle up of 14 pieces of clothing to do it, it might be worth it. If not, but just for a few minutes to get outside and get some sunshine, that will help to lower that emotional distress. We know that that we're seeing within people that are experiencing this loneliness and this emotional distress, their blood pressure is higher. Their stress hormones are higher. The inflammatory responses in their body are higher. And all of this comes together to increase chronic illness 
And we know all of these things are really bad for the brain. So what are we going to do to fix this for ourselves? And what are we going to do to help our loved ones who are in communities where we are not allowed to visit? So how we're going to help it in ourselves is we can get on the phone. We can call people. Call and check on people you've not talked to in a long time. It'll be good for them and good for you. You can do FaceTime or Zoom or Skype where you can see these people if they can figure out how to do it. I'm going to tell you, there's just a whole bunch of people in my world that go, I cannot figure that out. So we just stick with what Alexander Graham Bell came up with because that seems to work pretty good. Try writing letters. Oh, I have a friend, Miss T, that will write me a letter, a real letter in a real envelope with the stamp. It's so fun. I love that. Consider going back to the old ways of doing that. You know, if I think about Little House on the Prairie, you guys remember that show? That house was out by itself. Those folks lived alone, but I bet they did not suffer from loneliness because they had other ways to reach out, to be a part of society. So think about that. Do things that you enjoy doing that you can do in your home. If you enjoy cooking, cook. If you enjoy sewing, sew. Whatever it is that you enjoy doing, that will help fight loneliness. But don't just sit around thinking about being lonely or thinking about the the pandemic or or thinking about anything negative. Be careful of the thought processes going on in your brain. You know, if you go back to early scriptures, back into Genesis, God made Adam. It's the first, first human he made. But what did he notice about Adam? That Adam needed somebody. He needed a help me. And what did God make? Woman. He made this, this woman named Eve because they needed that social connection, that bond, that touch of two humans together. So it's 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 in us. It's, it's within our DNA and who we are to need this kind of interaction. And so do our folks who have dementia. Hopefully, if they're living at home, you're being very, very good to them and you're getting them out and you're maybe helping them do Zoom or see, see other loved ones or talking on the phone, including them and all those things. But what if they're in a community and that community has not opened up for visitors? And I know that varies depending on where in the, in the world you might be. What do you do? I think most communities are allowing window visits, you know, where there is a window between you and that person and that window shut, but they can see you. And if you talk really loud, maybe they can hear you or maybe they've cracked that window enough so that they can hear you. You can have at least see each other. You may not be able to touch each other, but you can see each other. Do that as often as you can. Don't think once a month is enough because it's just not. You need to be doing this, if you can, weekly, two times a week, three times a week, at least letting them see you, letting them hear your voice, hearing you say, I love you, mama, or whatever. That that will help in their mood and their emotions and will help to decrease the blood pressure and decrease the stress hormones and decrease that inflammatory response and decrease chronic illnesses decrease agitation and sadness and depression just because you are taking the time to do those window visits. It's very important. Um, I can tell you that there is a community in my hometown that each family, each resident is allowed two family members who can come inside the, vis the building and visit, and that's it. And that those two family members have to provide clear COVID tests, and they get scanned, the you know temperature, and they fill out the form and all that stuff. But they do allow folks to go in and visit, and I think that's pretty pretty cool. What we had know that. 40% um, of the COVID deaths have been in, with people who are in long-term care. Now, that's 
Is it because they're older and statistically, as you age, COVID is definitely more of a factor. We're seeing more more deaths in the elderly than in any other age group. Well, of course, that has an impact on it. But I wonder how many people are being affected negatively enough that death rates are going up just from pure loneliness because nobody's coming to see them. Nobody's touching them unless they're giving care. And you know, we need that gentle, warm touch of another person. I think it's kind of interesting. Um, I can tell you that I am very grateful that my mom passed before COVID came because if I could not go visit her, um, I'm not entirely sure what I would have done. I think I would it would not have come out good. I would not for her or for me, either one. So I'm very thankful that she's in heaven and, and neither one of us are dealing with that. But I know a lot of you are, so my heart is with you on this in this tough time. Think about the impact of your actions upon yourself and upon that person that you love, whether they're in your home or in a community. There are things we can do to make life better for everybody. And anything we can do to decrease the negative effects of isolation or loneliness, well, that's a good thing. So let's get busy doing that. Hope you guys have a great day. A special thank you to our sponsors, National Association of Veterans and Families, 800-352-2919 or www.navf.org. Contact them for information regarding benefits for the veteran or the spouse of the veteran. Tell them Carol sent you. National Association of Veterans and Families. They speak veteran, so you don't have to. HD Imports, located in Rock Hill, South Carolina, wonderful mechanics for the repair and maintenance of Honda, Hyundai, Acura, Toyota, and Kia. HD Imports, 803-985-0985. I would like to take a special moment and thank you for being a part of Let's Talk Dementia. You can find all of our resources at our website, letstalkdementia.org. Our podcasts, our videos, our books, our blogs, and a form where you can contact me are all right there on the website. I look forward to hearing from you. Blessings and smiles.